Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. To the Matt and Ez Show. Welcome to the Matt and Ez Show. I'm Matt. And I'm Ez. Ez, today we are joined by our really good friend, Sarah from Swish and Flick, a Harry Potter podcast. Sarah, how are we doing today? I am super because... I'm off for the next more than a week. Nice. Great. Great. I don't have to go back to work. Nice. Get that summer vacation in there. I'm about to, uh, I'm going to start, I'm going to start a new job here. Like at the middle of August. So I have like a month off. I think I'm flying back to Ohio where as and I can record some stuff locally. I can come visit, say, Hey, see what all is going on as how you doing today, man, man. I'm doing okay. You know, um, it's crazy. I don't know who I texted uh, the other day. I think I sent Sarah maybe an awkward text about uh, the grave not keeping me down, which I'm not <laughs> even going to elaborate on. It's an old hymn, actually. All right. Um, but because, uh, man, I like it's kind of gotten to me. And you know what? I got to say something. I call one of my buddies out here. I said something to the effect of like, man, I'm just feeling kind of bummed. I'm feeling kind of down. Right. And I sent this to a couple of my friends. Well, one of my buddies decided to hit me up and he said, you're on summer vacation. What's up, dude? Like, what's what's wrong with you? You know, I'm just like, God, I forget. You know, it's like I am, but I'm also still just a little bit like this is actually the first summer I haven't haven't worked. This is the first summer in like nine years where I have not actually had a, a job. And I now know why I always picked up tutoring or coached football. It's just there's nothing to do. And we're in quarantine ish. <laughs> so. It just right. sucks. There's literally nothing to do. <laughs> There's literally yeah. nothing to do. But there, there is some things to do. We're going to talk about it. What has been our favorite quarantine TV show. But we're going to start. Okay. Just saw this. It's trending. It popped up on my Instagram. We love to talk about Ez's addiction to being a simp. And I said, you know, if there's one person who knows about thirst traps and simping, it's Ezra. Okay, let's wow. we'll just get we'll just get that out of the way. <laughs> so <Wow>. here we <laughs> go. Um, believe it or not, in t- only in 2020, a year with murder hornets, uh, Tiger King, quarantine. Uh, I mean, you name it, we've got it. Okay, right. Um, Martha Stewart of all people, 78-year-old Martha Stewart has posted kind of this photo of her in the pool. I mean, it looks... I mean, to me, it's like, Martha Stewart, okay? You're not 20. You're (laughs) 78. But I'll say this. She looks pretty good for 78. I would agree. I didn't know she was that old. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I, and literally all of the comments are saying Martha Stewart is now a thirst trap. Okay, <laughs> she's out there making people thirsty. Oh, jeez, getting, getting the simp nation behind her. Oh, okay. My gosh. I mean, well, okay. So the I, you know, obviously we all well. I lost track. I didn't know who Martha Stewart was. You know, I was like, who, who is this? But yeah, I had no idea. I haven't been Wait, like right now, like real time, like no, you no, didn't no, know no. Who I do was. now. I do now because she went to prison. Okay, otherwise I wouldn't have. Okay, I, okay, okay. But before I did not. So and then where I really first kind of, um, you know, I read the articles. I, I I got to know about her a little bit, and I was like, what does she do? Why is she famous? What's what's the whole thing? And then where I saw her really excel was on Comedy Central roast when she was on a roast on there, and she's been on numerous ones and. She's hilarious, and she's also just rolls with all these, like, there's all these jokes about her in prison and the things with, like, Snoop Dogg and um, Justin Bieber, all this different stuff. It just cracks me up, and, and she just seems to kind of, like, say, hey, I'm going to shrug my shoulders and just, and just roll with this, and it's impressive. She, she is impressive, man. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm on her Instagram right now. And you're right. All you see is just like these great recipes. You see hashtag homeschool with Martha elevating the everyday. And then we have her. It almost looks like she's doing that TikTok where, um, you, where you slowly press yourself up out of the pool, mm -hmm. right? So I was like, mm -hmm. you want right. too much TikTok? Well, I, I <laughs> it's yeah. a problem. It is a problem. Look, look. I'm just gonna say this. You know what? Go get it, Martha Stewart. At 78, old hey. people like sex, too. Okay? I mean, get after it. You're not all wrong. Right? Wow. I mean, STDs some... were on the rise in nursing homes because people oh, weren't using protection. Yeah, man. What? Um, <laughs> oh, it runs rampant there, man, because they don't what? care. They're like, yeah. you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, dude, <laughs> they're just, they're like rabbits. <laughs> I am sheltered. I, I don't know. Uh-uh. Wow. Okay. Well, hey, here are some of the things people are saying on Twitter. People are loving it. People are loving this thing, right? People are saying, yowza. You know, she's 78. She looks great for 78. Um, this guy said, only in 2020, hot grandma summer. Um, <laughs> what the? <you> <laughs> <laughs> Just oh. saying, man. People are, people are trying to remake it, right? You know, they're saying, I hope I look this good when I'm 78. Yeah. You know, hey, I think I think it's cool, man. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad that, you know women of that age are just out there being like i can you know thirst trap people too okay you know simping uh, doesn't stop once you hit a certain age okay i don't yeah. know what that means i'm gonna be honest <laughs> okay well we can we can we can we can defer we can defer to to, to you know to, to internet internet for for what that is but basically I've well, let, let's explain it, okay? What I mean, is a what is a simp, okay? Because we got this because we talked about it a while. It's a pretty pretty common internet term now. Uh, it's like it's like the kind of guy who's like he will do literally anything for a girl, right? Mm. Like, oh, I gotta drop you know whatever I'm doing to go like help them in the hopes that they will like date, <laughs> but he has little to no change you know he's like yeah. it's like somebody yeah. who's in the friend zone who's not gotcha. getting out of the of the friend zone <laughs> yeah so you're saying maybe martha stewart has has some of those individuals oh i, th I th around I th her I think, I think so man i mean yeah. you know literally new york post martha stewart's sexy pool thirst trap is making instagram 
I mean, <laughs> and it's just like things you thought you'd never see uh, until 2020, man. What well, can't happen in this year? It, don't say that. The year's only half over. Yeah, you really. don't know what's coming. Yeah, they, they, that is kind of scary to think about. Like things just like every day, it's something new. Every week, here we go, you know. Um, yeah. I will say, too, though, the terminology that I have learned and, and I know I, I know Sarah's not on TikTok, but like being on there and then watching sort of like Matt will send me stuff and then going to Reddit and learning as someone who is in their <laughs> very early 30s. OK, learning about a thirst trap. What does that actually what does it even mean? Like a th- I'm thinking like obey my thirst right. sprite a commercial oh my uh, you know, God. And i thought that was the trap right and i'm like is there a beverage involved like i didn't know and then like i i was like okay okay matt had to explain it to me i go and look and i'm like what you know I, it just it, it, mind-blowing it, it is it's this younger generation that are, they're coming up with this new terminology and it's just like it, it evolves so quickly it takes on it goes viral yeah. and then you've got to keep up with it and uh, just, someone I mean, me, someone sent us a dm once on twitter and none of us i'm like i literally don't know what this per- it was like a paragraph and i'm like i might know five words out of that i have no idea what they're saying <laughs> i'm like that's uh, how i know i'm old <laughs> yeah i mean look l- let me let me just say this right here new york post has said America's favorite homemaker is looking more like a home wrecker. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, what in it. the world? Uh, it's great, man. I mean, I I think I think it's great. She has almost a million followers, and they all you know wow. took notice, right? People love it. People. I would have thought she would have more. I would too. I mean, I will say I did see on Facebook today that people were talking about like her and Snoop Dogg because they like cook together or whatever, mm-hmm. and people didn't know even know who he was. Um, and that's really when you know you're old when people are like, "This guy's like trying to act like he's like a thug or not a thug, but they use some word." And they're like, "He was literally on trial for murder." Like, yeah, Snoop, yeah. Snoop Dogg. Like, how do you not know who Snoop yeah. Dogg is? I'm like, here we go. Yeah, 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 here we go. Here we go. Uh, this person says, uh, Martha Stewart is a goddess. She made <laughs> millions showing other white women how to set a table. She yeah. taught y'all how to season food with a monotone and weak smile. Then she gets locked up for not snitching, gets out 10 years later, and is smoking weed with Snoop on VH1. <laughs> I love it. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. Did, pri- did prison change her? That's crazy. No, I don't think so. She only served like five months or something. Well, and I weeks, think wasn't I it wasn't know. it like a cushy prison too? Like yeah, it was like it was inside your trading pretty yeah. much. So yeah. yeah, huh? It's great. Anyway, hey Martha Stewart, yeah. I'm glad, man. She's out there just getting it going. So <laughs> she's shooting her shot, uh, as some would say. She is. She is. She is shooting her shot to somebody out there. Some I'm sure you know somebody here. I mean, first I mean, look. I mean, most people at 78 don't look that good. If I were was, an 80-year-old, yes. if I if I was an 80-year-old man, I'd be like, I'm, you know, I'm down. Why not? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys right now, before the show, um, guess whose attention this caught? Right? <laughs> Matt Brady over there. <laughs> hey, <laughs> man. Hey, you know. Hey, what's like, going on here? Yeah. So, slow, slow down here. I mean. <laughs> All right. Hey, okay. Well, uh, next on the agenda is, you know, 2020, quarantine, um, we're going to talk what has been our favorite quarantine, you know, so far, there's still a lot more 
our favorite quarantine piece of content, right? You know, we've had Eurovision. We talked about that. There's that 365 days show on Netflix, which from what I hear is just like, you know, softcore porn. Um, is it a show or is it a movie? I think it's, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's a show. I don't know. I'm not, I guess, I guess none of us have really seen it. So we're not familiar. There's (laughs) the floor is lava and you know, there's tiger King, you know, there's been, there's been others and stuff like that too. So, um, I think Sarah and I might be in agreement on Tiger King, but uh, we'll toss it. We'll toss it to Sarah first. Well, out of those things that you've mentioned, I've only watched Tiger King, and I didn't watch it like right away when it came out. But my all my friends are like, "You're gonna think it's crazy," and it just gets crazier. And I like didn't believe them, and I watched it, uh, and they were right. <laughs> it's like 2020. Yeah. Every every day, something crazier happens. Every episode, something crazier happens. Um, yeah. Did I love it? Yeah. Do I think Carol Baskin had a hand in all of that? Yeah. Did she kill her husband? Yes. At 100% she did. <laughs> did uh, those tigers she... eat her husband? Yes. Absolutely she yeah. did. When she's sitting there and she's talking about like, well, if you want a tiger to attack somebody, you wouldn't put perfume on it. You'd put like, you know, catnip or, or you know, anchovies yeah. or salmon on his boots. And it's like. She totally, yeah. She totally. Ez hasn't watched it yet. I'm trying to get him. You need to watch watch it. it. You need to watch it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that just you know it blew up, and I I was once it passed, I was just kind of like I was hearing about it, and I'm like, man, this sounds this sounds a little disturbing, and then it also seems like I'm gonna have to like pick a side here, and that this is like a big a big issue, and I I don't know, it 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 was uh, intimidating to me. So, but I guess I guess. yeah, I'm gonna have before the summer ends. I will, I will binge it. Maybe when Matt comes back from Portland, I'll I'll sit down and he can he can force me to watch it. And then we'll. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, you. So so the whole reason I got into it was I read online um, that there's like I, somebody was talking about. If you guys remember, I mean, we're from Ohio, so they talk about this in, at the end of the first episode. Do you guys remember? Uh, I want to say it was like 2012 around that time when the guy in Ohio who had a bunch of animals killed himself and he let all the animals free and then killed himself. And so there was like all these exotic animals running around. I think it was like Reynoldsburg, right? It was like just like around the Columbus area. I feel like it sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. I do. So I remember they, that, yeah. Yeah, so they talk about it in in the end of episode one, and so I saw somebody say something about that, um, and so I thought the whole show was about that. So I went into the first episode being like, "Oh, I don't think this is the same thing," but then they do talk <laughs> about it just briefly. But that was crazy because I yeah. remember my mom. My mom was, you know, uh, she was in the Columbus area at the time, and there's literally signs that on like seven I seventy one, which goes from like columbus all the way down to florida uh that are like warning exotic animals yeah crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean it's crazy yeah that, that that was that was wild so didn't you also tell me that this tiger king was like running for a, an elected office or yes. something he does he does run he does he I, does run for he tries to run for governor of oklahoma wow Wow. And his can his campaigns his campaign ads dude they're hilarious and I like I, I don't yeah. even do it like I don't even begin to do him justice but he's literally like he's like you're not taking my guns I am gay I have had kinky sex and I will not you know like what? he's literally like got a like, mullet oh dude crazy it's so good. It's he's got a mullet you can never he's got, explain like, how awesome it is but like how 
ridiculous. Like literally, at each episode, something new and crazier happens. It just yeah, wow. It's just you gotta. Okay. It's it. like there's it's good. it. I never. So I mean, I two things. I never thought I would care that much about the big cat game trading uh, thing in in the United States, uh, but now I feel like I know so much about it. <laughs> um, and also. Who was the person? I just want to be in that Netflix like boardroom meeting, you know, because they didn't. I mean, this was pitched well before COVID, and just like, all right, here we go. All right, I've got an idea. Okay, you know tigers? Yeah. Well, you know how they're traded in the United States? Not really. Well, I want if there's this guy. He's like a hillbilly you know redneck like got a mullet and i want to you know spend millions of dollars filming this guy doing this documentary about this guy there's a murder mystery there's right. like you know all <laughs> all of these things and let's make him a king let's <laughs> yeah. make no, him he a calls king. Him, no he calls he himself, calls the, himself tiger the tiger king oh jeez yes. so like i think that like they started filming it as like a documentary about big cats and then it turned into this crazy joe exotic story and they didn't know that it was going to happen yeah, uh, because truly, it it's mind boggling. Um, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. There's a woman who gets her. Well, she's like, I don't know. I think uh, she's she, no. I think um, I think she her pronouns are he because her name is. Okay. They go, but she or he but goes. They by said staff. right, but they said. She, I think they said. Yes, she I think they got I, her pro. Or they, I think they, they got started. it wrong. I think they got they got it, they got it wrong. wrong. They got it Correct. wrong. Yeah. Correct. Um. So anyway, he uh, and um gets his arm bitten off like completely bitten off by a yeah. tiger i'm out <clears throat> though <laughs> they don't show they don't they yeah, don't, they really they don't show, show it. it and that's really like they really only show like the tigers kind of like and how dangerous they are that's kind of like only one episode where they kind of focus on that yeah and then the rest is like the murder like but the murder what mystery. were you and doing it, like what were you doing with your arm i mean how yeah um, that's the thing happen, i think he was you know? maybe Feet. He was doing something like his. They, they were in. There was like he stuck his arm in the cage to do something, like yeah. um. And like the I think the tiger got like angry, so they bet on. But like <laughs> oh he God, literally was like, no. He's like, I want to get like he literally. They said like he could have had his arm saved, um. Uh, and they're like, well, we could either cut it off and you can go back to work in like a couple of days, or you could have her surgery and it's gonna be like years of process and whatever. And right. He was like, cut it off. Oh man, this that's and so then so then the, the but the, the the thing is like when when Joe walks in and now everyone's turned it to an enormous meme is um he he walks in and he's like I'm never gonna financially recover from this yeah it's and it's like that's a meme as people always use it like you know when you spend wow. too much money out on a Friday night I'm never gonna financially <laughs> recover. <laughs> But as I, I'm telling you, man, I, I cannot recommend right. it enough. You yeah. only have to watch it once in your life. I'll watch uh, it for the once, show. I'll watch it for once, the show. Yeah, once you've seen it, you're like, I'm good. I'm, I'm yeah. good. There are songs. He's an artist. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah man. That. <laughs> yeah, there's songs. There's like, they, it's like a war between these people. So it's yeah. really like, it's like, it's like you have Carol Baskins and you have Joe Exotic. Uh, then there's like this other guy who has this like weird sex cult. It's like really weird. It's See, like really. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's yeah. funny because you guys have seen this, and I'm sitting over here going like, 
None of that seems like the recipe for like an amazing Netflix series. But that it is. Is. that's why it's yeah. it I guess that that is maybe why it just <laughs> took off and it went viral. That's that's crazy. Well, it's just one of these things where it's like it's like you watch the first episode and you're just like, What? And then you mm-hmm. watch the second episode and you're just like, I can't stop. Like I just yeah. I have I have to finish because every episode just gets more and more and more absurd and you're just like, is it I, real? Is it real? Yeah, yes. he's in is jail. This, yeah. he's in yeah, yeah, he's in jail. All right. Sorry, that's a spoiler. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta watch it. But. Release but you also the king. Just look it up. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you just gotta see it. You gotta Ooh. see it. Ed, but so. like, I think that they tell you that there's more like big cats, like these giant um, stuff, like in in captivity than there are in the wild like in america alone yeah see they make see it's kind of interesting because they make arguments for why these like cat rescues and these like public you know like uh you know personal zoos or whatever are good because he's like well we're keeping the species alive so like you kind of after all this stuff you actually you end up feeling really bad for the guy and you like him He's one of these people where he's no matter what he does, he's just so charismatic. Yeah. That, yeah, dude. Then he's got like gay lovers, and it's <laughs> like, I mean, he's like, <laughs> it's like so out of the world, man. Yeah. Hmm. All right. It's just, it's like, it's like everything, everything you could think of, like there's, you know, it, it just crammed into one, and it, and it, it just works. It's all, it's all I can say, mm-hmm. man. All right, I'm down. I'll, I'll do the research. I'll. uh I'll come back on the show once once I've seen right. it and let you guys get you know get you like four to six white claws. Watch episode <laughs> one and then okay. you won't you won't even need them for the rest because you're like <laughs> I'm just I'm just good. Yeah, so, yeah. Right, as as what about you, man? What's what's your what's your quarantine show been? Well, okay, so this is crazy. When the closure first happened, um, I'm actually teaching online, so um. You know, it's it's it was a weird experience for everyone, and I remember, you know, it's, gosh, I think it was like two weeks had gone by. I hadn't seen my students. I log in there, and there we're just catching up, right? So you have five minutes. We set the time where we catch up, and then boom, we're going to jump into a lesson. And I remember them during the catch up process. Several of them were talking about these shows, and so you know me. I mean, I, I hear it, and I'm just like, ah, eh, I, I I don't know. I mean, whatever. I guess I'll check it out. Um. And so the show that they recommended to me, and did I binge it? Yes, because I'm also the guy who watched Twilight back in college uh, when it was highly recommended to me from other uh, people who were in my graduating class there. So th- my students were just, and it would, guys, guys and girls were just like, telling, you, you got to check it out. It's pretty cool. Outer Banks. So they made um. me, well, they didn't make me. I, I agreed to go watch Outer Banks with Ola. John B and they're searching for treasure and actually it's kind of funny you know at first you get you I, I got into that show I was like come on this is that teen sort of like um drama uh, whatever but it had like a really cool historical context and it had sort of like they're they're looking for treasure and I'm like this is great this is reminding me of like the Goonies a little bit and and kids going off and trying to find uh treasure and so then from there I got recommended. You know, Netflix kind of puts up other shows and it recommends them for you. And I'll just say this. If you're a youngster out there and, and even if you, um, you know, a little older and you have kids uh, who are uh, in their teens, this show called On My Block starts off kind of the same way. And it's it was amazing to me how similar they were in structure because 
um, on my block is about these kids. Uh, I forget what I forget what big city they're in, but there's some legend in the town that these that this these there's these two rival gangs and one gang actually um, got away with all this money and it's buried somewhere and these kids are trying to find it and it just ended up being like almost the same story and I'm just like, man, I love treasure and I love treasure hunting. It all goes back to Oak Island with me, you know, and and trying to find some big score, some big treasure. And uh, it's it's got me hooked. Now Netflix is just throwing more of that at me, and and I'm on uh, in, uh, even on History Channel. I'm looking up um, what is it the the lost gold of of World War II and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I've been on this big like treasure kick, and it's also I think you know it's it's quarantine. It's a little depressing times or whatever, and so everyone's just you know come on, who isn't hoping that they either one win the lottery or or two stumble across like uh, you know bag of cash out there in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't some guy just find hidden treasure? Really? I know that there's a jeweler. I think it's like a husband and wife jeweler in Michigan that I think have, they've said they planted jewelry and like treasures all around Michigan because they didn't know. I don't know if they like knew what to do with whatever, like their money that they had or something. Really? That's super yeah. descriptive. But are there, are there clues and stuff? Because there was a guy who did that back in the day who left those. Um, precious stones or whatever and and left clues and there's artwork kind of depicting where these things are is that um, the one where like no one can find it and people have died looking for it like west out west uh not that one no i know what you're talking about though i i, I uh, i'll see if i can find it real quick but it's it's more of a like what he was doing was wanting to get his just um getting parents and kids out and about mm. it some of them are buried i think even on like public you know like in a park what they found one underneath home plate of some baseball park and it's this box you pull it out and there's some reward that goes along with it the family has money set aside and i think it was like a ring or some gemstone or something and but he'd set these up and he had he had made clues he wanted it to be this big adventure i wish i'm blanking um on on what that was called but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm all for people setting up treasures out there for me. Oh, 100%. Well, so, you know, some, some guy did. It was about a month ago. A guy found a hidden treasure chest filled with gold and gems in the Rocky Mountains. Wow. What? Yeah. Um, let me Are see they real? Here. It was, yeah. The guy posted a picture and everything. Uh, the box was hidden by a millionaire art dealer named Forrest Fenn. His only clues included a map and a poem. Um,. And so the treasure has been found. Wow. Uh, oh, good says it, was, it, was a, it was under a canopy of stars in the lush forest vegetation of the Rocky Mountains and had not moved from the spot where I hid it more than 10 years ago. Wow. Uh, I do not know the person who found it, but uh, the poem in my book led him to the precise spot. So, so somebody, uh, somebody, somebody has found it. This guy, like this is, this, it's, you're hearing it from the guy who hid it is kind uh-huh. of like is kind of the thing like he is like is somebody found it i don't know if they've come forward it doesn't seem like they've come forward but i remember seeing this in like the news um, you know i search all the weird trending things obviously like martha stewart as a thirst trap um just you know for for topics uh you know for for the show but yeah allegedly two million dollars of buried treasure wow you know was found yeah i'm all for it i'm all for conspiracy theories i'm all for buried treasure the whole thing I do have a question though. Like, what would someone do if they found like just jewels? Like, I don't know. In my mind, like, because I'm not around like people that just have massive amounts of wealthy jewels. Like, who do you sell that to? Like, how do you? How is that going to be worth anything to you? Like, 
I have a car payment. How am I going to get that? Like, here, do right. you take diamonds or yeah. rubies or whatever? <laughs> like, yeah. Here, you just take this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like a big jewelry, big piece, like big pieces of gold. I mean, like smaller stuff, you can go to like pawn shops, but you're not getting yeah. like the app. You're not getting the price of gold. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that stuff's like auctions is really the way to do no. it. And so you kind of have to sit and wait and find the right people. And I so, always yeah, think it's those kind are of like, difficult. Yeah, I always th- feel like they're like not like I know that auctions exist, but like obviously I've never been to one, so like I feel right. like that's very yeah. much like rich people do that. I don't know. That could totally be an assumption on my. Yeah, I mean, is there like, like a Facebook group for like rich people gem <laughs> auctions or something? Oh, we can just like, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you know do they God. communicate over Reddit or like Twitter? Uh, you know, just like hey, bro, see you at the see you at the auction this week. You know, like. <laughs> How yeah. do how do how do the super wealthy communicate? I don't know. It's it's secret for sure. Hey, so we're kind of beating around the money pit here, um, and I just I just want to throw this out there real quick for folks because I know I've talked mm-hmm. to both of you about this in the past. But what is buried on Oak Island? What's going on there in the money pit? You know they've been at this. By the way, next season, anyone who has not seen. Uh, the the Lagina brothers. I want to go up to their vineyard. I want to go. I want to go meet these guys. They seem awesome. Uh, Rick and Marty, you know, just just real real cool uh, guys. I wanted to go tour. My plan this summer was to go up to Nova Scotia, you know, go over to to Oak Island and do the tour. But it is closed. And I've been actually checking for updates to see like, hey, are they going to open up? Could I like swing up there? Nope. Canada, the whole thing, they're done. Um, but if you haven't seen Oak Island on the History Channel, you got to check it out. Since we're talking treasure. That's a big one, and they're going for the big dig next season, and I can't wait. My buddy Lane keeps saying there's nothing buried on that island. He's wrong. He's, He's wrong. wrong, okay? Because <laughs> you would not can, can, have. Can, 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 can I just go over some, real quick some of the history of this thing? Because I, I find yeah. it fascinating, and there's one thing where I find it like really fascinating. Okay, so I guess like the big kind of thing. So, right, it's in Canada, right? It's on the coast. Um you know, the, the rumor is, the idea is, hey, there might be buried pirate treasure here, mm. right? And so, you know, they have found stuff on the History Channel, like, that could be, like, Jesuit-related, like, pirate-related, you know, like, even possibly, like, um, uh, Knights of the Knights of Templar, like, you know, Templar-like age stuff. So they found all kinds of this stuff. Like, some people think it was, like, Captain Kidd, all this stuff. There's been tons of excavations. Um you know, even going back to like the 1790s, right, is when there was like word of mouth stuff going on. Um, there was like a, some excavations in the uh, 1860s, uh, right? So, um, you know, they're they're digging these things, they're digging these tunnels. There's like there's like pits and stuff, right? As yeah. but to me, yeah. the crazy one is uh, it was called the Old Gold Salvage Group. 1909. I knew it. I knew you were going this for this. Is where I, this is where I got to go because this is where things get interesting. Um, do you know yeah, one of the members of this of this group? Now, of course, you know he would go on to do a lot bigger things. Um, I'm trying to just quickly see how old he would be. 1909. He'd be like uh, he'd be around like t- 30 years old. Uh, would okay. be. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Dude, FDR, I cannot believe. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, there's something there, there's something going on, okay? Because there are some people who believe that the treasure has been found and that it was secretly taken and that it's been, 
you know, perhaps there are um, that they've arranged it in such a way that it looks like it's still there to keep people occupied, throw you off the fact that FDR had it. All right. They found something because you don't go on to I mean, like, it's just crazy. All the people involved in that group became uh, successful and went on and did various things that were really cool. I just find it very ironic. Nin- 1909, FDR is there. 1910, he begins his political career. It's crazy. That's, that's crazy, man. He becomes, I, I, he, becomes, he becomes a New York State senator, um, you know, like, right, boom, immediately following that, right? And then... You know, it's like, so, okay, so 19, 1910 is when he does that, right? Then you get the, boom, I mean, you get the 20s, all this stuff. And it's like, dude, somehow he be- then starts to get, all you know, health issues and everyone loses just about everything in the Great Depression. And somehow this guy then rises to president and is a four-term president. Okay, I mean, was it because he found buried treasure at Oak Island? Ancient alien theorists say yes. Yeah, right. okay. Right. <laughs> as, as I always say. Yeah. Because if you've ever watched Ancient Aliens, that's how they answer every question. Like, right. is it possible that there are aliens under the Empire State period? Uh, Empire State Building. Yes. Yes, it Dude, is possible. I've like, never heard them say I've never heard them say the ancient alien theorists say no. I've never heard that. Okay, I've only yeah, heard yes. Like, so. I'll tell you what my dad says about aliens being here. Oh, he think well, I'll say this. He works he says, at NASA. Correct. Let's let everybody know that. He says that he does think aliens exist, but he says he's like, if they were here, he's like, you would know about it. And, and, and you know, here's the thing. That also um, might be a NASA response. Who knows? That is a, that's like that exactly is a what it response. is. And that is fine. <laughs> I appreciate him for that. And I think that is exactly what he's supposed to do. And so we, we can clear the air here and say we've, we've not... Um, He's not divulged anything secret to me anyways. Maybe Sarah has more intel, and she's also pushing this sort of NASA response. Uh, But uh, I've not seen – yeah, there are rooms inside of the O'Malley household that no one's allowed (laughs) to go into. And I don't know what's up. It's It's true. It's It's only because they're like our hidden messes. Allegedly. Okay. I didn't even, you know, I gotta say, uh, really, it wasn't until Sarah that I that I, I met you guys, I, like you know, I met you uh, through our friend, you know, friend Tiffany, and we end up going up to Cleveland to like, you know, do a big hangout and all this stuff, and it was like, oh yeah, well, you know, Sarah, you know, he works, your dad works for NASA, and I was like, mm-hmm. in Cleveland, like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, and then he, like, I didn't even know there was like a NASA, there's thing a huge in Cleveland. NASA thing in Cleveland. There's also a um facility in sandusky where and it's really cool they they it's like i think the wall is like i could be lying three feet it's three feet thick concrete so they can suck all the air out and make a massive vacuum and they shake spacecrafts in it to make sure that they are able to come back in orbit what yeah there's very very little about nasa that i know and that's one of them that's like one of the so if that's the thing you get to know what's the stuff we don't know i don't know man so much because i think sarah's only referencing those man-made crafts but i'm wondering where they shake or where they go through the test on the ones that are not uh you know from this world so i don't know I mean, I think it's impossible to think the aliens don't exist, right? If we live in, like, yeah. an infinite universe, I think you just do the math and you just... Yeah, I think it's naive to say that we're the only people out... Not even naive, but, like, um, presumptuous to say, like, we're the only ones. Right, right. I mean, but I also have to say... 
without, without question, I do believe that aliens have visited us and have helped build things like the pyramids. I mean, I'm just, I just, just how I think. I mean, I just, I, you know, it's just, how could you think, how could you think otherwise? Well, here, hold As, on now. I, I, I almost, I almost said I was going to play devil's advocate, but that's not going to work in this situation. Let me get my King James uh, version uh, out real quick and, and tell you guys, <laughs> all right, that there are things we don't understand. All right. And that's, that's, uh, it's not within our capacity to understand them. All right. Go, go look at your mm-hmm. Bibles, go read them, go to church on Sunday. What is wrong with you people? You know? Okay. I'm just kidding. Did you I'm go to kidding. church on Sunday? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. Uh, but, no, I, I love the... Uh, when I went to Roswell, I'll tell you what, I was changed. I always... You know, I've always been into sci-fi, Star Trek, Star Wars, and things like that. Um, and went on a big road trip out there. I think when I was 17. And when we got to Roswell and then went up to where Area 51 is at, I just... There's too much... There's just too much secrecy. There's too much going on. There's too many conflicting reports. And I'm a believer. I mean, honestly, in like what? The early, uh, was it the early, well, late 2000s, I think? Um, the Pentagon released the, that footage of like these unidentified aircraft that they literally have no idea. It could be super fast moving drones, but we have no idea what they are. And they're trying right. to track them. And it's like mm-hmm. that you have these uh, pilots who, who can't identify them and they're, they're blown away. seems like genuine reactions to, mm-hmm. to what they're seeing. I'm like, come on now. They are easing us in here uh, for, <laughs> for something. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. dude, let me tell you this as. Okay, so today, uh, a, a, I saw this, and one of these things, again, I'm always, I'm always searching random stuff just to bring it up here in the show. Um, you know, this is The Scientist, but there's other, you know, things that we're kind of talking about this today, too. Uh, a study has been um, reported today that points to humans living in Mexico. They found, they found tools that date back 33,000 years which would actually be like the earliest known human tools to date and wow. in the Americas. So they talk about, well, um, uh, they would have had to have like crossed over Canada, like a huge wall of ice, perhaps as far back, you know, or they could have entered North America via the Pacific coast. Right. But so they're, you know, people are, you know, are these, are these human tools? Are these just rocks? You know, I'm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, there's okay. things out there. You know, it's like stuff we just find this now, and it's like mm-hmm. we we as we, we have no digging, clue. It's like it's like 200 years from now they may dig and they'd be like, wow, actually it seems like humans have been around for a hundred thousand years. And it's like, well, right. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. So so let me so here's something, right? I love thinking about this. So you look at the Great Pyramids and you look at the other pyramids that are on various continents and just okay pyramids. Yeah. yeah, just okay. Not not, just okay. not all great. You know, There's some, right. right. But you look at like when they go to date those and they look at around the time that those were all created and made. Supposedly, they're, they're using different um, methods to kind of analyze maybe how, how old they are. They all seem to be relatively about the same age and they're all built in this similar architect style. But yet they're spread out across the world as if there was someone who was saying who was going from Egypt to another place and saying, hey, check this out. This is probably a good way to build this. They're too similar and they're too far apart. And it it does kind of rival the idea that that um, 
you know, that, that were really isolated, that regions would be very isolated, wouldn't have a lot of, you know, connection and, and contact with each other. Because, you know, the narrative is, is that, uh, you know, Europe and North America, like there's next to no kind of crossover and communication. But perhaps once upon a time there was. And right. I, I just think it's, I think it's amazing because then later on, as time, you know, uh, goes on and we, they move on to other types of architect and style, you can see very distinct um, differences in depending on which region and culture you're in, as if they lost some ability to communicate globally. And I'm telling you right now, I, I, I said this uh, earlier, I sound like a crazy person, but no, you I don't, don't really man. care because no, I think it's I mean, legit. Well, think about this, right? I mean, so, you know, we, we like one of the, the lost cities, right? Like Atlantis. Well, mm-hmm. if Atlantis is in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, then you don't have to make a trek all the way across Let's the, go. You know, you can you have this middle ground. OK, I mean, yeah. we the Titanic sank. Right. And it was like lost for 100 years. And it wasn't until the need to make a movie with Leo, <laughs> it, Leonardo DiCaprio. It wasn't DiCaprio. lost for 100 years, but it was lost for a good chunk of time. <laughs> Well, I mean, it was like uh, it was like it was like it was almost a hundred years. We I round mean, up. No, we round it, up. Literally, a hundred years was like four years ago. We, 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 I was in Ireland the hundredth year anniversary. Well, okay, it was like sixty years, eighty years. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But it was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, you're not wrong. It was lost for a chunk of time, but we also we now have we more technology we, to find it. Oh yeah. Than back then. But right. Because like, back like then it was like cutting people, edge. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah so I. I I don't know. I just think I think there, there are things, too. And if you live in Ohio, here's something unique about Ohio. We have all of these uh, the, like the the burial grounds or the um, the Native American like markers across Ohio that literally stretch from like Chill- Chillicothe all the way up to Sandusky, Cleveland area. Like it's it's insane. There's these old ancient roads that you can see from the sky that are literally as straight as an arrow. Like we couldn't make a road that straight now if, if we wanted to. And, and it's just right. mind blowing that 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 they did that and what you can only see it from the sky right i mean you can only see the great serpent from the sky and you're like yeah. what's the point i mean also I how know, did man. we know that that looked good right did we just right. do it or we just get it out there no, but it's out there like ah it's probably all right yeah then yeah no no they had the ability to fly they had hang gliders or whatever i don't care <laughs> hovercraft i mean who knows we honestly don't know they could have yeah. had magic we just don't know we just don't we, know we don't know, man. We there's so many there's so many mysteries out there that we just we just don't we just. But don't NASA any. knows, and we're going to get to the bottom of it for you guys. I do I have promise. a question. What is yes. like the number one like mystery in like the world that like when you like in my mind, I almost said in my head canning, but this is real life. Mm-hmm. I think about like when I die, and I'd like to think that I'm going to like go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We hope. But yeah. Um, I like I wanna like know the answers to like all my unanswered questions, like what happened to Amelia Earhart? Like I wanna know. Oh, yeah. Is there anything that like you is there like one situation like I need to know exactly how this happened? The big or, like what, what went on. What big historical mystery? As yeah. you wanna go you wanna go first? Well, besides um besides Oak Island, right? I'm still trying to get to <laughs> the like, bottom of <laughs> Ooh, yeah, Roanoke's a good one. That's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. Let me look this one up. This one uh, stuck with me for a long time, and it's not that long ago. This was uh, Richard E. Byrd, uh, Admiral Byrd, who flew over the Antarctic, right? Mm-hmm. And supposedly saw this massive hole going down into the Earth and spacecraft coming and going from it. 
Now, this is a respected, I mean, it was like the first flight over. I'm telling you right now, came back, a lot of it is still like classified and confidential. It's come out over time, and there are, but there, there are major, they believe that it does hold a lot of secrets, that it is a place that holds a lot of secrets. We don't know a whole lot about it, and it does seem to be, there's restricted airspace. Um, too many times have I read the articles or seen the clips where an unidentified, like you're, you're a pilot, you're on a rescue mission because someone's stuck out in the cold, right? You're headed there, you're, you're going as the, as the crow flies, right, or whatever, and I don't think crows fly over the Antarctica, but whatever, you know. Um, you're going straight, and you're asked by some unidentified tower to deviate, to, to change course, and you don't know why, right? And there have been pilots who disobeyed and have reported seeing things that they should not have seen and being then spoken to when they landed and been sworn to secrecy. Some of them have broken that. So you look up some of the conspiracies with the Antarctic um, or Ant- Ant- Antarctica. I just think it's uh, I think it's fa- I think it's fascinating. I think there's more going on down there. And if you ever have a chance to look up Admiral Byrd and and his journal and what he reported um, he was a recipient of the Medal of Honor. I mean, this guy is not someone who was just out there, some some crazy man. His flights and his mission and what he was sent to do, um, I I think it's it, it's I don't know. There's there's more there. That's something I would like to know about. I I think I would, you know, that JFK and Oak Island. All right. Mm, <laughs> yeah, JFK is a good one. Yeah, I mean, for me. Um, well, one, you know, it's it's one of these things where it's like, well, do you pick something that could totally not be true? Like, you know, like some of the things like was it did it was Atlantis real or mm-hmm. like was King Arthur real? Yes, he was. Um, yeah, or do you pick yeah. something that's like, ooh, did it actually happen? How and why? What the mm-hmm. what the specifications of it um, is for me? I, I mean, like, I do think there is some validity to like Atlantis and I'm mm-hmm. I'm a big I love Roman history, Greek, all that stuff. I do think whether it was just some island that they didn't know about or, you know, like they kind of knew or or maybe they were referring to something wrong. So for me, it'd be something like that. It'd be like Atlantis, King Arthur, which I totally think 100% happened exactly the way. I think there's a sword in the stone. I think magic and Merlin are real. And you're never going to convince me otherwise. But if I had to really, really narrow down one, I want to know the secrets of the ocean. Because... There is an infinite amount we have mm-hmm. no clue about when it mm-hmm. comes to the ocean. Like, wasn't it, I think it was like 2008 or 2009 was when they finally, for the first time ever, got like footage of a giant squid, like alive. Like they, you know, they would wash up on shore, but they'd never yeah. had caught one. Like they, I think they just have footage of one in like, in American waters, right? Like in our, in our in our water system, it's like these things have obviously been around forever, and we have you know. So what else is down there that yeah. we have no freaking clue that about? Me. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, it's <laughs> totally terrifying. Yeah. It terrifies me. Yeah, because it's like there. I'm sure you know. Like um, I think they're called. This is you want to talk real crazy. I oh, I'm about to I'm about called, to top anything you say here in a second. So go ahead. Hold on. I think they're called the Greenland sharks, and they live to be like 600 years old. No, thank you. Oh, <laughs> it's like I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out on that too. <laughs> so it's like, what the heck? I'm totally guarantee you right here, right now, that there are prehistoric animals 
that are still oh, alive I'm sure. in the ocean. Oh, well, sure. Nessie. I mean, yeah, Loch Ness. I mean, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So for me, it's that. It's stuff. It's stuff that's in the deep. I mean, I'm sh- I'm totally sure there are animals that just die down there, and they just because they're so far down, mm-hmm. right? That well, they just they don't they don't move because the pressure and all that stuff. So yeah. we never see them. We never know about them. Like I mean, again, like we can't. You know, it's like the Titanic, right? Like we couldn't go down there because we didn't have the technology. Now yeah. we do, but it's like yeah. there's stuff in the Mariana Trench. We can't get down there. Like we we have no yeah, no freaking no. clue, and it's so dark. It's like we have we have no so much idea. pressure. Yeah, like no talking about idea. it gives me anxiety. Because <laughs> <It gives> me- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't know what's down there. You have yeah. no idea. And like, isn't there? I don't know if it's the. I don't think it's Mariana Trench. There's like that giant hole. Right. There's like a black hole in the ocean where like mm-hmm. they did. They were able to like send something down into it. I don't. Yeah, and it's full of garbage, but also like not only though the stuff that's like growing on the walls like makes it seem like like or I should say evidence suggests that it wasn't always filled with water. And I'm like, I don't need yeah. to know this. So, it's freaking me out. Okay, yeah, so it is. It's called the Greenland. It's called a Greenland shark. Um, it, it's the oldest animal, the oldest known vertebrae, right, that they've found. It's 512 years old. It was found last year. When How do this, they know that, though? I, you know, they do carbon dating. I, I don't know. When this shark was, when this shark was born... Henry VIII broke off his <laughs> engagement with Catherine of Aragon. Wow. That's wow. insane, man. That is crazy That's to think wild. about. That's wild. This shark has been alive longer than America. Yeah. So, I was literally just thinking of them like it's only yeah. in our country. Like the French Revolution. What happened. The, the, exactly. The French Revolution hadn't happened yet. Wow. Enlightenment hadn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez. That's why Christopher that Columbus wild. had just found like America, man. Well, like, did he actually find it did, or was it right. already found? Right. Was it already found? <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's insane. Wow. All yeah. right. So, Sarah, Sarah, what? Because uh, at because I got to throw one more like like an honorable mention here after you're done. What 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 are you thinking? Like, what's your um, if you if you could know that one thing after we after we die, you know, and maybe maybe on well, the way up to heaven. There's so many things. Like in my, <laughs> I feel like as a millennial, because now we're classified as people saying what our Hogwarts houses are. But like I would, I would like to have a book of like, and it already know the questions I'm gonna ask. Like I want to know what happened to Amelia Earhart. Like, did she die? Like whatever. Um, I want to know about um, that recent flight. Wasn't there like a flight? I don't know if it was Malaysia or another one that like just went missing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, Mal- that Malaysia Airlines flight. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was a couple years Stuff ago. Like I remember that. that. That was like. I yeah. do think they did. I think they ended up finding it, but they couldn't figure out why the pilot. Yeah. Right. Right. Let me look it up. Yeah. I remember so many, that. And people, I mean, when it so first happened, things. people were like, did it land in Russia? Did it like everyone was. Yeah. 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 We were yeah. everyone. Everyone was talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of unanswered questions I have, but I can't remember what they are. Because like, I just want to know everything. Yeah, like, no. Tell me all the world's secrets. Right. It's it is sort of that thing. Like like when we die, our what like do, does our spirit linger on? 
right? I mean, <laughs> do, do we like is is there do, do we learn those answers? Do we get access to that information? Yeah. Do are we reborn again? Um, all that kind of right. stuff, you know. It's I would crazy. also like to know like my own family secrets. Like I know. Not that, not that, I wouldn't say, like, I think everybody, ha- every family has secrets, but, like, there are things that, like, my, like, aunts and uncles know that, like, obviously I'm not privy to and I want to know. So, like, hopefully, like, we'll get the answers. So. Easy cow. <laughs> See, there's some stuff I'm like, I don't know if I would want to know all of that, but, uh, but, but I get it. See, to me, it's, like, the big ones. I, I want to know, I, I, can I just understand like more about the universe, the world we mm-hmm. live in, the solar system, the big conspiracies Mm-mm. that took place here, like that? I kind of want to understand more about, um, and I'm fascinated by. So, and actually, when you guys are ready, just tell me when you're ready because hey, me, I have one. Here, let me here, let, let me let me pull this. Well, I, I have a list here, so I I mean, if I could just <laughs> I could just go through some of the big ones that we could just kind of touch on them, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, who is Jack the Ripper? But I feel mm-hmm. like they've they've kind of they've they've gotten a lot closer to that one. Yeah. Um, over the over the, over the things. Have Where you is... heard that theory about um, William Shakespeare not actually being like? Yeah, the who author. He says he is. Who he says he yeah. is. Like yep. they're saying it's yeah. like a noble guy. I think they said. I'm like that's interesting. I find. And he I was would using like to know using that. it as like a. Mm-hmm. As like a pen name or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where is Jimmy Hoffa, right? So that yeah, oh. there's there's one, right? That's been. Um, where is yeah. Cleopatra's tomb? Yeah. Who <laughs> killed JFK? Is there a money yeah. pit in Oak Island? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, like the Dead Sea Scrolls. What was the yeah. fake fate of the Ark of the Covenant? Um, oh. Were some of the were some of the 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 great. Um, wonders of the world real right like the hanging gardens Uh of babylon Mm -hmm, the library mm -hmm. at alexander was there a city of atlantis uh stuff like that yeah all right so thankfully you didn't touch on this and i think i'm gonna go ahead and go for it um one more thing here before we transition out of all this crazy craziness right you ready for this sarah this is gonna blow you away i think i've mentioned this to you before and i challenge anyone who's listening to go look this up, give it an honest look, and think about the effects of our moon on this world. The, the lunar correlations, <laughs> the tide, all of this stuff. I mean, if the moon shifts, if it, if it changes in some way, our world could be destroyed. Like, there are things, like it, mm-hmm. it, it would not operate and function the way that it does. It is almost too perfect, right? The fact that we, you have a lunar eclipse and things, it's, it's like they've studied the, what, are, what are the odds of that happening, you know, go look up the odds of having a, 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 a lunar eclipse and, and things, and it's, it's, it's ridiculous, it's crazy, it's, it, it doesn't happen very often, right? So there's this theory out there, and this is where I'm really going to sound like a madman, and I'm okay with it, I'm totally fine with it. And Matt, you can look this up. It is the hollow moon theory, right? The hollow moon hypothesis or spaceship moon hypothesis all right it proposes that the earth's moon is either um wholly hollow or otherwise contains a uh some sort some sort of like uh interior space um there is then there are multiple claims from various scientists and people who have studied it who have sent signals to it um I'm still baffled, by the way, for uh, the, the when we first sent uh, a man to the moon, whether we did or not. Right there it was just, the anniversary of that just happened. Fun yeah. fact. Yeah. yeah, 
Yep, there was actually some conversation as to when they switched to, co why switch to code? Why switch to really um, covert lingo when on the moon and when studying it? What's up with that? Now, they, and here, here we go. Here's, here's the one I'll read, I guess. So the moon that rang like a bell. So between 1972 and 1977, um, you've got these um, uh, seismic sort of uh, meters installed on the moon by Apollo missions, recorded moon quakes. The moon was described as ringing like a bell uh, during some of those quakes. Uh, let's see, especially the, the shallow ones. This phrase was, was brought uh, to popular attention in March of 1970 in an, in, in an article in Popular Science. When Apollo 12... Here we go. Apollo 12 deliberately crashed um, the uh, uh, deliberately crashed the ascent stage of its lunar module onto the moon's surface. It was claimed that the moon rang like a bell for an hour, leading to arguments that it must be hollow like a bell. Um, so they did. They continue with those experiments. Uh, yeah, yeah. So and they also talk about the depth of which the crate like any of those moon craters and stuff and how interesting it is that that they all seem to be very similar and that there aren't some much larger indeed there are some but like they all seem to have sort of a, a, a similar impact what do you think are you shaking your head over there matt what, 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 no i mean i'm no i'm with you man i guess my question is why haven't we been back oh dude it's oh money, my gosh. man See, uh, this is what Ed here's and I the thing, though. Also, you have to think about the people. Like, you have to have extensive training to go up there. It's super dangerous. Think about how many people have lost their lives leaving Earth and coming back. Right. I mean, I'm just saying, did we actually in go in I the say first yes. place? I, I, <laughs> do, I do. I do. Totally, I do. Totally. I do. Totally. I, I think do. Apollo 13 was the first attempt. I think it was the first time we actually tried it, and uh, you know, the it other was, two it, were we just botched it. And, and we botched I, it. I will say this about any any type of like space stuff. First of all, space freaks me out. But um, having a dad that works for NASA, like going when we went to um, the Aerospace Museum in DC, like he knows a bunch of these people, so he's telling us like kind of behind, like it's almost like getting a tour from like someone that works there because he's giving us behind the scenes stuff about each of these like things and like the the traveling and whatever else. So it's like cool to hear him talk about it. Yeah. But also, I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Cool, they went yeah. to the moon in 1969. <laughs> ah, man. Yeah, I love it, As I love all these conspiracy theories, all these questions, all these. Ez is over there shaking his head, man. I just, like... the, the moon is too perfect right now. And here's here's what our Holy Bible says here, about this. Here, our Lord on. and Savior. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hung that there. Here's my question. During though, creation. Before you go on about saying it's perfect, have we have we seen the entirety of the moon? No. There's a whole bunch of stuff on the on, on the dark side of the moon. We have no idea what's over there. So we don't know if it's perfect. We've only seen part of it. Uh, well, I, yeah, I'm just saying the part that we can see. Okay, the way in which it's controlling uh, its, its effects on this world <laughs> are are pretty ridiculous, pretty crazy. It so, is interesting. There's even studies on like its density and stuff compared to the Earth's density. There's a ton of stuff on it where people are a little bit sort of like it's almost too perfect, and that's where again. You know, it's how God made it. All right. <laughs> okay. Hey, man. Yeah, I want to know. I want to. I, I. I. think we should send somebody back. I think we should send somebody. Uh, yeah. I think we should send somebody to the moon. Call Elon. Let's, let's get this call going. Elon Musk. Well, did you see? So, um, actually, some astronauts 
criticized Elon Musk over that. Yeah. They criticized yeah. him over SpaceX because they said, um, you know, like there's it's there's less control in it, all this stuff. He was like really offended. Like he was like yeah, really, he was upset. really yeah. hurt by that because he views these guys as his heroes. I think it's a great I, I think him, the Virgin Mobile guy, like they're all trying to figure this like space travel out. I think it's great. Like, Are you talking about I, Richard Branson? Yeah. <laughs> I think that really like they're not that not to say that there's not not anything like on Earth level that we can study more. I think that the two places because really like that's what science is trying to do is like always evolve and like learning and right. and truly like even on Earth level like it is there's always something to learn, but like with space and with the ocean, like those are two places I think that they have like more growth, you know what I mean? Because they don't know everything. So I'm, as long as I don't have to be the one going into space, I'm cool with people learning more. Would Um, you rather go into space or go to the depths of the ocean? Um, Oh, I don't like that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably would. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I want to say space, but I don't know. Hey. I feel like it's more dangerous to go to space than it is to go to the ocean. But I'm not a I very know, strong man. swimmer. So, I don't but know. But I could fall. That. I don't know. Man. Yeah, there's no, too much. Like, the reason I say that is because, like, how many times literally have people, like, come back into orbit and like their spacecraft is blown up i mean only a couple right i think it's only but it's still that's people dying how many people have gone down in like a in a thing like i guess that's true too but either way i don't like it i don't like the i guess for me ships are lost at sea like crazy (laughs) well that's what i'm saying though like i genuinely am not a strong swimmer but if I'm like, if I come out of a spacecraft and I'm just falling back to Earth, I'm probably going to die anyways. But well, you're I'm better dead. at falling than trying to swim. How is it that we have the technology to uh, travel in space, right? And travel to the moon and the space station and stuff like that. And it's, it's I would say it's, it's safer and we have fewer. And again, you can look at like, you know, number of craft that we've sent versus craft we send across the ocean that can't make it. That actually end up like sinking and how all many this kind cruise of stuff. ships nuts. tip over? Okay, <laughs> I wonder, get, you know, <laughs> like you would have to do the math on that because, like, if you think about it, like how many truly like have had incidences, like ships and you know, um, what are those other submarines and all of those right. things versus how many they've sent out. Also, like they haven't sent out like a million spaceships right. or anything or spacecrafts. Right. So you'd have to do the math to see really which one is more dangerous well i mean i guess i guess guess the way i view it is right you know let's say you're in some you know sort of futuristic submarine that can actually handle like going into like the mariana's trench um going into space other than really the temperature and like the gauges and everything being set up like the proper way that's pretty much it because then once you're in space like you're there but there's it, also, like, like squids and, and whales <laughs> and you know yeah, yeah. 500 yeah. year old sharks yeah. that are out there right right which can think know. and they move and you where they're unpredictable exactly. right exactly but yeah. we don't in know. space you don't know if there's other things out there that's well, true alien i don't that know that true. there's a lot also, probably inside our orbit i mean i definitely think there's stuff like you know way over there just <laughs> you never know it could be forth. like the one time you go up to space then all of a sudden you get friends coming by being like hey we're your neighbors but well, you also have to think like it's physically draining like your i think your bone density drops like your muscle mass drops like 
you have there's a lot of things like that but um, once you're in space it is beneficial to your health but are you going to stay there continuously well because that uh, the the guy who was in the international space station the longest has a twin brother and when he came back he was taller than his brother because of the he doesn't have gravity pulling on him I don't think it was by as a space though. is like wait what wow. like, <laughs> yeah more like, I, I think it was like only within like an inch or two of being taller than him so like is it really worth it uh, every inch uh, counts I okay mean, I'll say it's that you're talking to <laughs> trust <Yeah>. me wow <laughs> okay all right okay boom hey let's move on so we we have this bag of questions here and I had some I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna talk about. But I ended up switching it because I just thought it, thought it fit our conversation a little bit more today. And one of them, Ez, was scared to talk about. Um, <laughs> and we'll save that maybe for a rated R edition anyway. Oh, please, uh, yeah. So stay tuned for that. Um, but so t- uh, just all, I have this huge bag of questions, just, you know, conversation starters, stuff like that. So um, where would you bury treasure if you had some? Ooh, I like this. Wow. As you can uh, go first, man, if you're ready. Yeah, so um, because I've thought about this, okay, so I've actually right, thought about now this. set now set the stage. What time period are we in? What kind of treasure are we talking about? You know, well, we're talking right now. We're talking okay. when I acquire treasure, and or or I find this this bag. I'm still a big believer in you've got to bury it. Okay, I I think you still have to bury it in the ground. Uh, I'm not going to put it in a locker somewhere with some some combination, some thing, whatever. No, I I trust Mother Nature to to keep you know my secrets and and and, and everything. Because you know you, you you could put it with a bank, you could try to um, stash it in somebody's house or a part. Of, those get torn down, they, they get um, moved, ownership changes, all that kind of stuff. So now I guess also you'd have to kind of figure out like a a, a plot of land where no one is likely to come across it right and then you've got to figure out the right time to get there and then how do you bury it and it's also very important to mark it and remember where it's at uh so so to me i'm not going to tell you guys my secret spot all right but (laughs) well you do need to tell us your secret spot that's the question well okay i'll I'll give you you my make up another similar spot i'll give you my my, my spot (laughs) spot b okay Spoppy, all right. Of where I yeah. would bury my mythical treasure. Yeah, so um, Matt knows this. There's like a trail that, that runs past my, my house or whatever. And there's this, um, there's this, you know, the, you know where the landfill is over there on Thayer Road? You know, like the, the big land, like the, the dump uh, or whatever? Oh, I guess, kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's, a, it's like up on this hill or whatever. So there's a lot of like um, territory around there. And I found this spot. I one day went down off the trail. It used to be a railroad track, right? It was, it was railroad tracks, mm-hmm. and when I was younger, um, we would go as far as we could before mom started yelling at us and, and, and everything. And then uh, now, in, in modern time, they've turned it into a, a, a bike trail, much easier to get to. But there is a, on the hill, and I don't really know who owns this property, but I found <laughs> a batch. Yes. I was just there. Okay, Did I admit to trespassing? Probably, they're in my, they're, technically, they're probably neighbors, so we're probably good. Um... But I went for it was in it was actually in the winter. So, the, so sometimes the best time to go across land like that. I mean, clearly if if it's spring, summer, even early fall, I'm not going in those high weeds where there are snakes and God knows what else that I can't see. Right. So I'm going to go when everything's dead. 
and that's the best time to go out there and kind of scout the land. And I did, I can't even tell you what type of tree it is, but I found these, this cluster of trees. And I wouldn't, if, if I was searching for treasure too, I would have spotted this as something unique. It was like inside of this forest and it was, uh, it, the, the trees were shorter and they were, they were much different, right? But so to me, I looked at it and I was like, this is weird. It was like that you could see the canopy um, was, was like much higher. And there's the, these other ones that are stunted, but they're different types of trees. I have no idea. I'm not like a tree connoisseur. Um, so I don't know what, what exactly they were. But I was like, this is really cool. And I walked through it and it was, it was different. But to me, I was like, I could remember that. I could find that. I could even describe that maybe in a set of clues or something. You know, I could go back and figure this out, mm -hmm. leave this for my descendants. So that was spot B. Um, I Spot A is better. And it actually has a much more distinct fe uh, feature that I think I could clue people into. And I'm talking about my, my you know, uh, descendants. So, but yeah, it, it, I think you got to bury it in the ground. I think you have to bury it in the ground, and um, yeah, that's that's what I would do. Okay. So, Sarah. So, <clears throat> I would probably do something where, like, I would spread it out and just have it buried in like places that are significant to me. Um, so, like, I might bring some to like Ireland because that's obviously like my family is from there and whatever else, and um, some places in Ohio that I will not name, but. Mm -hmm. That's what I would do. Places that are Spreading significant out, and meaningful for me. Yeah. It's like that's, it's like the I, death. It's smart. like the Deathly Hollows and the yeah. Horcruxes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh See, my gosh. <laughs> I knew. You guys it, man. don't know. You don't know. Swish Mandel made our own. We don't know. Uh -huh. yeah. hey, there you go. Oh wow, <laughs> that's dark side. Let's not let that get out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well. All right. I'll just say this. Okay. In the Florida Keys, there's a place called Kokomo. Okay, and that is where you want to go if you want to get away from it all. Okay? Wow. And that's where I'd bury my treasure. Somewhere in Florida or somewhere, you know, I definitely feel like that tropical pirate type, you know, uh -huh. setting in the sand. Um, I would not do like, I would definitely do, it would have to be on like, you know, a big, large beach. I would definitely not bury it on like a tiny island in the middle of the Pacific that you'll never be able to find again uh, and is going to be gone, right? But I would definitely bury it somewhere on the beach. I don't know. Out here in Oregon, man, there's the beach is the, you know, it's huge. Go, the whole thing. There are tons of tiny little coves and all of these things. Yeah, you got the um, goonies out there. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure there is tons of buried treasure. Yeah. Yeah. out there so yeah but i would some. it would probably be something that you know I, it would be an it would be an extravagant puzzle you know i played mm -hmm. uncharted i played tomb raider i love indiana jones i love national treasure there's gonna be maps and puzzles and clues that send you all around the world mm -hmm. and then you realize it was like next door you know right so, right right yeah so he, uh, like like fine. I don't know. We'll Songs, one here from poems, anything that you know. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be elaborate. Yeah. It's got to be yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. So my uh, see, this was last. Um, yeah, it was. It was my dad's last birthday. I was. We were finishing up. We had. I had got done watching that last season of Oak Island, and the gift that I bought him was a metal detector. And let me tell you, I not only <laughs> did I get. The big, you know, I actually went, um, I think it's Gary is the guy on Oak Island. He has recommendations for 
um, these metal detectors, right? And the, my favorite thing is when he, he pulls out the, the little fine, the, the little pointer, right? It's just, it's, it's like, like that long, uh, like, you know, almost 10 inches long. And he's just down there in the ground once he's dug his hole trying to pinpoint it, right? So um, I bought my dad both of those. And I have found several lost shovels um, in the backyard. And, like, we found a hoe. We found uh, some pop cans. Trying to think what else we found back there. We did find a couple coins, but they were modern, and it has been a blast. Now the yard afterwards mowing has been a catastrophe because there's just it's so rough now. Uh, we had like five to six different spots out there where we were really uh, getting a lot of hits. So, anyways, I just uh, say if you also want to invest in a, a metal detector. One quick question: Did yeah. you call before you oh, dig? <laughs> no, because. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get did electrocuted. Not. Okay, I know, I know. That's very true. That's very true. But I'm telling you, I kind of feel like there's so many different places in like our backyards where, you know, who knows what's out there? Who knows what's there? You know, we have no idea. And there could have been a you know, like a tribe there. There could have been, uh, especially in Ohio, in these this yeah. like sort of this region. There was a lot of people, uh, French and British, kind of moving around, treasure and stuff and goods. You just, yeah. you just never know. You never know. So. Okay. All right. Well, as we like to finish, as always, with some food. And so we have Sarah on here. So I thought we we're going to talk a little bit about some coffee. You know, we've talked White Claw and pizza and stuff like that. Let's talk some of our favorite coffees. What's our go-to? What's our go-to coffee? And then we have to talk about an Ohio favorite. Not so Is much it? if you're actually in Ohio, <laughs> but if you come to Ohio, it's a thing some skyline chili okay yeah. so mm. let's start with the good and end with the mediocre um, <laughs> wow so favorite coffee sarah what's your what's your go-to coffee drink um i'm the worst at these kinds of questions because it all depends on my mood um so i very much love a black cup of coffee um i like a strong cup of coffee but I also don't mind, like, if it's too hot outside, like, or if I'm treating myself, I'll get an iced coffee or, like, a cold brew with some almond milk. Um, or sometimes I'll be fancy, and sometimes I'll get, like, a caramel, caramel macchiato or something like that. It just depends on my mood. But usually, most often, I'm drinking just black coffee. Yeah. And really? I'm not really? Can I ask yeah. you a question though on that black coffee? Is it Folgers in your cup? Is that <laughs> right. what you're going uh, with? Uh, no, the two that I drink the most, like if I'm making it at home, it's usually like a Starbucks Keurig or um, I have from Expedition Roasters. They do like artisanal like coffee. Most of them are flavored um, and they have like artists design like the covers of their coffees and they each have like a theme. Um, and they're all flavored, but I get their um, dark side roast. So it's like the um, Star Wars one because they do like Disney, mostly Disney themed. If I might be lying and say they all might be Disney themed. <laughs> um, but I drink their dark side roast. It's so good. Um, but I don't let myself have that all the time because I do have to do like, it's not that it's expensive. It's not. I mean, it's like maybe 14 bucks for like a thing, but I always buy it on sale. Um but I like treat myself every once in a while to a dark side roast coffee. Got to treat you. Got to treat yourself. Well, see, I, I asked that because you're talking about you know just a black cup of uh, coffee, and yeah. I mean Folgers is is what we grew up on. I will say though, my my grandmother <laughs> also good. 
She also, though, was big on Maxwell House, right? Mm-hmm. Good to the last drop. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was that was a big deal. I learned I, I didn't like coffee growing up at all, not even my teen, not even early 20s. It wasn't until, like, gosh, I was like 25 or 26 when someone got me kind of hooked on on cold brew but i used to make coffee for my grandma and for my mom all the time and a lot of times like yeah sometimes you would brew it but a lot of times it was just like we needed something fast it was quick mm-hmm. grandma was in a hurry and so i went in there and it was just instant coffee i'd heat that water up i'd do a couple you know three scoops i had my creamer yeah i mean well yeah. i used to when i was a kid so like i th- there's like this in a tin can and it was french vanilla and it was instant coffee. I used to drink that all the time. But the reason I started getting into coffee, like my parents are very big, like my dad specifically, big into coffee. He, They both drink it black. He would sometimes get like espressos, like very much into it. Um, but I had a friend that like I had been best friends with her and then she moved away, which like at the time seemed like she moved a million miles away. It's like maybe a 20 minute drive from my house. <laughs> um, but she, we were like in seventh or eighth grade and we were at the mall and she got basically like a frappuccino but it was from auntie Anne's, and i wanted to be like be cool and like her and i'm like oh i drink that too which i didn't um and that started me on my coffee journey and i was just talking about this with tiffany i'm like my dad's very much like i don't know he's like my dad um and we were in new york and it was the, the summer before i was going to high school and we went to a starbucks and i wanted a frappuccino but i didn't know that's what it was called so i just asked her an iced coffee and they asked if I wanted anything in it. And I was like, well, no, because I thought it like came with all the stuff in it. Uh, and so my dad, who literally just drinks like black coffee, like strong coffee, ordered a Frappuccino and he drank the iced coffee and gave me the Frappuccino because he knew this one I wanted to order. I'm like, that's a sweet thing. For oh, a dad there to you do. go. Yeah, there we go. Well, it's uh, Matt. I'll say this, right? I think it's when it's tough. It's it tough. Already. It's like you go in there. And you're like, what? I mean, they're asking you, well, what do you want in it? Um, well, I don't know. I don't what, know. what does everyone else do? I, I, have, I have no idea. There's yeah. so many options. It's yeah. so crazy, you know. Yeah, I see. I'm not. I'm not really a big coffee drinker. Um, like I definitely like black coffee. To me, is like, I, uh, <laughs> like so gross. <laughs> I could never ever do it. I like a little splash of coffee with my creamer, milk, and sugar. <laughs> there you go. Um, see, I hate milk in my coffee, but I don't mind cream. For me, it's Starbucks all the way, uh, except for those McDonald's, French Vanilla, oh. Burger King. Burger King has good iced coffee, too. But let me say this right here, right now. I just want to get it on the podcast. I want to say it. McDonald's has a better pumpkin spice latte than Starbucks. And that is a fact, as will back me up on that. I will that. say this. Yeah, I might. I, I think I will. As a white woman, I don't care for pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> Although they did, Starbucks had an Irish cream, Irish cream cold brew that was so good. Like, I'm sad that it's not a year-round thing. That was delicious. Yeah. As is huge into cold brew. I, I So let, let, me, let me, okay, let me, let me just, um, let me tell you guys what's up. Uh, cold brew, <laughs> all right? So... Often to how often would you say, Matt, that we're talking what? as and, uh, here's the real question. How many times a day do you drive through Starbucks? Well, okay, so I go he through Starbucks Duncan. and I go to Dunkin' <laughs> now. So that's been okay. the big thing is is See Duncan actually, does Duncan does isn't really out here on the West Coast. It's it's big on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, the Duncan that we have in my hometown basically says as like my hometown, then it says is run by Duncan. And it's like, okay, yeah. sure. 
uh, or runs on Duncan, whatever. Right. Um, so I was, uh, and actually Matt knows this. I, I pull up and like, hey, how's it going? Same, the 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 usual. I mean, that's what they say to me now. So like, I literally go. <laughs> and then one time we were talking, and um, I got a coffee. We did an episode, and we're kind of taking a break. We're about to switch gears, going to another fandom uh, where we we were going to record later, and. Matt knows sometimes I just go grab a sandwich or I'm out and about or whatever, and I went and got another one. And Matt was kind of like blown away. I'm like, this is normal. This is this is what I do. I don't know what my problem is, but I'm addicted to cold brew. And the one time I was there, this is not it was a couple weeks back. I was going through Dunkin', and you know I was going. I went a little bit later, right? 7:30 p.m. What's wrong with me? I have I have no idea why. I have why I drink coffee late at night, but I do sometimes. And I was rolling through it, and I was just like, hey, I need, you know, um, just like a medium cold brew uh, with sugar-free vanilla and cream. And they're like, sorry, sir, we're all out of cold brew. And I've just like, it just ruins your day. You know, it's like really. There is a difference. There's such a difference. And for people that don't think there is, I was one of those, and then I truly, like, tried because I don't don't hate cold coffee. I don't hate cold. Like, I like that. I just have to be in the mood for it. But there truly, truly is a difference between like just something that's like a cold brew versus a cold coffee, like an iced coffee. Uh, it's so much ro- smoother. Cold it's the so roasting. It's the yeah. roasting. It is literally. Well, it's also burnt. like the way that you like quote brew it because it's just I don't know. It's so hard to explain. But if you taste it side by side, you'll be your mind will be blown. And if you it's not, then you're wrong. exactly exactly oh man yeah so i love cold brew and let me tell you this this got started um gosh i was maybe four years ago or something and one of um it was actually uh matt and i had had a mutual friend in in college and she we were going through i we were on a drive or something and she was just like hey can we swing through starbucks real quick and i kind of made the joke like it's so hard to order there. Like, I don't even know what you would get. I don't really drink those things. I'd, I'd had a Frappuccino at, like, uh, McDonald's or something, right? And I think that was about it. Maybe Matt and I had had a few pumpkin spice lattes or whatever, but I didn't really know what to order. So she gets a grande vanilla sweet cream cold brew. And I'm like, so you want to give it a try? I was like, sure. Give, give, give this a try. It was so delicious. I mean, it was just absolutely pure delicious. And it gave me such energy and i felt so 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 good um and <laughs> I, later on we were, we actually we were driving around we're talking we go back to her, her house and i was just like i downed i i, I ended up finished i just downed it um finished it and she's like i was like man i could really go for like another one of those she pulls out of her fridge cold brew coffee and makes this kind of like cream concoction that's pretty close where i was like this is delicious it's so smooth cold brew is mm-hmm. so smooth it's going down so well i'm like this is amazing i i can't believe that this is this is actually a thing so um from from then on i i was addicted and when my students would kind of ask me you know christmas comes around they're always like you know uh, uh hey mr kirk what you know can we get you something or whatever you know i was just like guys look i mean maybe a starbucks gift card whatever like keep it keep it and they did. And then from there, it just continued to fuel my addiction. Um, let's, let's, let's go ahead and fast forward uh, two years you know, uh, later. I'm at the doctor's office, and I'm struggling <laughs> with chest pain, right? I've got severe chest pain, and uh, blood pressure's up. My heart it's not funny. Is, I shouldn't is, be laughing. It's not funny. You shouldn't be laughing. It's not funny, all right? I mean, it is. I'm sitting it, in there, is, and, I, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm describing this burning in my esophagus. And I had never had heartburn. I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. 
And I'll tell you right now, you don't walk into the doctor's office and say that you have chest pain because they will strap you up to, I mean, you're, you're run. They're thinking you're having a heart attack, this whole thing. And um, so then she was like, have you had any like major change? Because I'm just like, I'm just getting older. Maybe that's what it is. Um, you know, but she's like, you're still kind of, I was like 27 or something at the time. And she's like, you're still kind of young. Like, I, this is, this is, I don't know. Right. And uh, she's like, have you had any major changes in your diet in the last like, you know, year and a half or, or a couple of years or whatever? And I was like, well, you know. I didn't used to drink coffee ever, not at all. And then I started drinking it every single day. Uh, my students used to think that I was really, um, they thought I was rich because I was just hitting up Starbucks <laughs> every day. And the thing is, I'm broke. That's the thing, I'm, I'm broke because I'm hitting it up every single day. It was my fix. I would go in, it was my routine, uh, you know, and I would, I would grab a Starbucks drink and I would roll with it. And I didn't realize that it was literally just eating away at my esophagus. And you still drink it a lot, though. I drink it a lot. I, st- I still do. But now yes. I take heartburn. Now I take heartburn <laughs> medicine. OK, so and you have to take it on the regular. Oh, and that's how you make it through. But I'm telling you, I have reduced it to some degree. And I went from the vanilla sweet cream cold brew to a more keto friendly recipe. And so for anyone out there who wants to try this, right? Go ahead and try and maybe, you know, if you're anti-sugar-free stuff, I mean, I, I get it. Is there, are there chemicals? Is there actually stuff in there that's, that's bad? You can right. find a, a sugar supplement or a, a you know, uh, sugar-free sweetener that is, that is not bad for you. They're out there. And you have to specify that when you go to Starbucks. Do I know what they are? No, I don't because I don't yes, really care. As, and I'm just, as notes, the absolute ins and outs of Starbucks. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I have to do a little bit. Yeah, because I, I did at one point look and say, okay, um, is there some artificial sweetener in here that is actually killing me? Kind of like aspartame and diet pop. There probably is. And I, that's the next thing I got to adjust in my Starbucks habit and routine. But I go there. And so I used to get a, vanilla, a grande vanilla sweet cream cold brew. Now I get a grande, uh, a grande cold brew. I told this to Matt. He thought it was pretty good. I got a grande cold brew with three pumps of sugar-free vanilla and heavy cream, splash of heavy cream. They got that down. It is literally perfecto. I love it. It tastes just the same. I couldn't believe it. And it significantly reduced those carbs to, I think, one. One carb from, like, 26. And uh, it, it fits into he the He literally diet, drives so. through every day because we're on the phone. I'm always calling as, hey, like, all right, what are we recording today? What are we doing? And literally two minutes into the conversation, hi, welcome to Starbucks. What can I get for you? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, here uh, we go. And then sometimes he's like, he gets it and he's like, I swear to God, I swear to God. there is fucking carbs in this. I'm throwing it out. Like, I'm throwing uh, it out. I can't. You've heard I me. Can't. You've heard me. I've actually said, hey, hold on. Hold on. A All I know I is that as has caused me, I, as it, look, because of you. I have now invested heavily into Starbucks and literally <laughs> the numbers just keep going up and up. And I'm like pretty sure it's yeah. just literally because of this. It's I'm like, wow, on my back. Up, three, up, it's up 3% today as how many, how many cold brews did you buy? Right. Okay. I put, I put like, the company oh my on my back. I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, right now with COVID and everything they're, they're looking at, I can't wait for the next quarterly report for Starbucks. And they're like going through and like, well, this one store in Mount Vernon, Ohio did yeah, right. really well for some reason. I mean, it's like, God, the numbers are through the roof. It's right. like literally because of- How much coffee do you think you drink a day? Um, that's tough. So I typically start off, if I'm going to Starbucks, you get the venti out the gate, right? If you're going to Dunkin', <laughs> you get the large. And then from there- Their large are huge. Their large is huge. Typically, if I go to Dunkin', I need to get the large. I'm normally solid. Like, yeah, you're good. You're, you're, you're good. It's really a bad day when I go get the large at Dunkin', and then I go back and I get like a medium or a small. It's, it's a pretty bad day at that point. Um, 
So, and also there's this awkwardness too, right? Where Matt has seen that the, that uh, when I go through Duncan, they know me, right? I mean, they know, they recognize my car, they see it. They're like, hey, we got it. Same thing, sugar-free vanilla with, with some cream, like pull around. And it's just like, <laughs> they have it, right? Same thing at the local Starbucks that I have. And what's interesting is like, I've, I've pulled through and they get these awkward conversations where I was at Duncan and she was like, hey, I didn't see you yesterday. And I was yeah. like, how was at Starbucks? You know, I'm, I, and then she, they just kind of wow. give this look like, wait, what? And then what the I remember it was problem? the other day I was, yeah, I was, I was at Starbucks and I had to confess, um, shout out to, to Jordan who, who, who works there. I said, Hey, I'm sorry. I've, I've been cheating on you. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie that I, <laughs> I, I've been over at Duncan. That's why you haven't seen me for three days. Like I, I, I've just pulled both ways here. It's, it's, it's crazy. So okay. yeah, it's wild. All right. All right. As let's finish. Let's talk for those of you guys who don't know. If you ever come to Ohio, there's like one thing I see it all every time on Food Network. For some reason, this is the thing they pick. There's these these YouTubers I love. They're called the Endless Adventures. Uh, they just did an episode in Ohio, and they said, "Hey, if you go to Ohio, this is the thing: Skyline mm. Chili. Is it good? Is it trash? Do we love it as native Ohioans? So it is chili with like spaghetti noodles." Yeah, and mm-hmm. a ton of cheese. I mean, like an entire bag uh, of cheese. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, it's what, what do you what do you, what do you, what do you think? What are you are you yay or nay on Skyline Chili? I will say this. Well, first of all, if people know me, you know I eat almost anything. Um, but I've actually never been to a Skyline. I have eaten Skyline. I have a friend that I met when I was a freshman in college, um, and I'm still kind of friends with her. And she is from Cincinnati, and she's the reason I, like, I had never heard of Skyline because, like, they don't have that in Cleveland. I mean, I, they they didn't. It might not be at Rocky, or it was um, Ridge Park Square had one. It might not be there anymore. But mm-hmm. um, And I've been told anyways that, like, that Skyline was, like, even worse Sketch than all the bad. other Skylines because, yeah. you know, not good. But the first time I ever had, like, I had it at her house, and it was on spaghetti um, but I think it was like just leftover she had brought from when she was home and like it was all right it just kind of tasted like spaghetti with meat sauce um, to me that is not chili uh, and that's just my opinion <laughs> have that's I had okay. better food yes have I had worse also yes yes as Skyline Chili yay or nay for for, the, so, for everyone out there who's like who's seen it on the travel channel like I, I mean, mean you should any, try it anytime you go to it's like <laughs> anytime the travel channel or any of these things they go to Ohio they're like you got to get Skyline Chili yeah, I, I would say take your heartburn medicine that morning. Uh, make sure you've got <laughs> and that, that afternoon sure. and, and that, that night. After- yes, yeah. yes, it is. It is intense. So just go look up Skyline Chili. Type in their menu. They have pictures of what it looks like. You can't see the dog. Like you're, if you get a hot dog, <laughs> you can't see it. it. You won't find it for a while. Actually, you have to eat through the cheese until you find yeah. it. Uh, actually, if they bring a plate out for you, right? It looks like a plate of cheese, but underneath that cheese, you will find a hot dog covered in coney sauce and chili and stuff, right? Um, it's it's such an experience. It's such a crazy thing. I remember my buddy in high school, whenever we were going to, gosh, um, like a sporting event or we went and watched like a, like a game or something, we would stop or I forget when, we just had these, these moments where well, it got so bad to where it was literally just a Saturday, and we said, "Hey, let's go to Skyline." Like we got nothing else to do, right? So let's let's drive to Columbus and go to Skyline. Uh, but my buddy Peeps, actually, Peeps, old Anthony, man. yeah, Give we would go out. here. Give him a shout out. This was this was his place. 
He loved this loved place so it. much. He loved it, man. And so we would go in there and we would get like six, six dogs. Nuts. Oh, God. It was nuts. And I don't mean six and split it. I mean, he got six. He said, you should probably get yourself six. And oh my you talk about like couldn't move, <laughs> couldn't move afterwards. It, it, it it's it's worse than White Castle. It's it is it is so extreme. Oh, the experience don't, don't, hey, don't be is dissing nuts. White Castle. I had some today. I loved it. Oh, dude, it's well, yeah, I was gonna right. say, like, I feel like the White Castle I've had has been better than the Skyline Chili I've 100%. had. Hundred percent. Yeah, pro- probably, probably. Um, now here's something interesting about Skyline, though. They have this bottle of hot sauce that's there. So if you go in, um, or even if you want to, you can ask for the hot sauce packets or whatever. And I ate one just regular plain. I was like, okay, it is what it is. And people's like, nah, dude, you 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 gotta add some hot sauce to that. Like he and he just he just showed me just like oh, a, a just a quick look squirt of it on top of the cheese, let it sink down into the meat, and it adds everything you need. I mean, it was literally the, the it was perfection. It did stir up the stomach in a crazy way, but um, <laughs> it, was it, it actually spicy? Because I have a feeling if you're saying it's not that oh, spicy, then it's not spicy. No, 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 no. It was bad. Let me tell you this. <laughs> so I used to have a pop obsession. I would drink pop on the daily and I would drink a lot of it and not diet, not what it was bad. It was just pops bad in general. Right. Um, I would go there and what I looked forward to most when we would have the six dogs is <laughs> I would put the hot sauce on and I knew to myself, like I would order and thank God you, there's uh, free uh, refills in there. Right. I asked for two cups because we would just, you know, they were, they were actually not, the, they're not disposable cups. They're the cups you're going to throw back later and they're going to rinse them and wash them. It's like you're in a restaurant. And I would just get two sodas right there. Um, you know, Peeps had his. And I would just be downing Coke. Like, after every bite, I would just be downing de- oh, downing Coke. God. And it actually, um, you would think I was training for, like, a hot dog eating contest or something, <laughs> right? Because it was probably the same amount. It was just wild when we would go there. And I, I felt terrible for days. But it was so good when we were eating. It was such a good experience. I, I loved the eating process. Of that. It was, tasted good, everything. It was just afterwards, every plan that we had just went downhill. Who, and, um, who has better chili? As Ez gets chili at Wendy's, or at least used to before he was keto. Yes, yes. Um, Wendy's if, if, or Skyline? Wendy's. Wendy's does. I, there's nothing. So, so really, what it is with with chill uh, with um, Skyline is just that they have it's it's just that massive amount of cheese that just sort of melts into that chili. They, yeah. they do that for you, and I think that's sort of the experience is that you're just like you're overwhelmed by cheddar, right? It's so much, and and then you're just – it's like – and the hot dog is so small, by the way. It is the smallest dog you've ever seen in your life, covered in chili, covered in cheese, surrounded by a massive bun, and there's really next to no hot dog. It's, it's, it's crazy. But, no, I would say Wendy's has a really good uh, chili, and if they would just make it without beans, I think I'd be, I'd be down, but, you know. Get around the beans. I've tried. I have tried, and then I can tell a difference, right? I, those beans yeah. carry a lot of carbs. They yeah. do. They do. Okay. All right, guys. Well, as that is our show for today, Sarah, thanks for coming on and joining us, talking about all kinds of random things. That's what we do here. It is what it is. I don't know how to describe it. One minute we're talking about Martha Stewart, the next minute we're talking about aliens, and we like to finish, you know, with some with some skyline chili. So. Sarah, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, well, first, thanks for having me on. But you can find me at um, O Malley with three H's on Instagram, <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> okay. Well, you were a podcast. You you run it. You run a. Podcast. Oh yeah, I have switching. Yeah. 
Swish and Flick Podcast, which is wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Swish Flick Cast. It's it's is it's a hair it's a Harry chef. Potter podcast for correct for yeah for people or, or whatever correct okay. if you didn't get that then right. you probably don't want to listen to us but okay. we talk about Harry Potter okay uh, and that's and swishing and flicking that's what yeah. they There's that's what they talk about and, and that's flick. what we do we swish okay. and we flick all right perfect okay well if you want to find as on the internet you can do so at womprat underscore two m you can find me on the internet at super games bros and guys that is it for today signing off credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.